Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, Ted Keys. You can check us out for live shows. You can check us out at Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook at Keys to the City. And for streaming services, you can try Spotify, Amazon, Google, and the whole nine yards. In general. In general. What a chaotic week it's been in the world of the NFL season. Uh, the, uh, the week, I should say, just chaotic. Just like this entire NFL season has been, it's been chaotic after each and every week, it seems like. And now, with everything that's transpired, the unfortunate event of DeMar Hamlin, but is making tremendous, tremendous progress and great strides as he has FaceTimed the team. The breathing tube is, gone, is off of He's talking. He's getting better and better each day. So that is great and a tremendous, tremendous thing to see. As well as his charity is now up to, I probably is even more now. The last time I checked was at $8 million. So job well done to all the people out there, including us as well, that donated to the charity of DeMar Hamlin. Ted, can you believe it? It's This is it. Week 17. Goes yeah. It goes by way too fast. Bro. It goes by way, way too fast in the NFL year. We get so amped up and so we're so ready, so looking forward to when from September all the way to February that your Saturdays and Sundays are pretty much booked. If you're a football fan, a diehard football fan, it's pretty much booked. Well, unfortunately, we are coming down to the final days of the regular season. And then next week starts playoff football. So, we're here to talk to you about week, is it 18? It's week 18, right? Yeah, because they added, so it's week 18. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Yeah, get with it, homie G. Well, they want to try to make this game safer, but we want to keep adding games. Maybe they'll put in 20 games by by time, you know? We'll just keep well, you're adding complaining more that we don't yeah. play enough weeks. You said the season's oh. already over, so. I know, but let, yeah, let's just keep giving the rich snobs that we call NFL owners more money in the pocket. Because that's that's what happens. These players literally fight for the life and they play literally. And that's what happens. But we're talking about today. We're talking about we're gonna be talking about the New York Giants specifically, and not Giants specifically, but teams in general this weekend. It's week 18. Should teams rest their players or should they play them for just a half? Just a half, nothing crazy, not a full game. Because of dealing with going into the going into the playoffs, you don't want to have any rust. You don't want to be rusty, and you want to be one and done. You're trying to win a championship. That's the goal. That's the main goal for the 14 teams that are going to be in the playoffs, the New York Giants included. You are trying. The ultimate goal is to win a championship. But there is also another huge game tonight, and it's in the AFC South. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's not the Indianapolis Colts or the Tennessee Titan game that we're talking about. We're talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. But we're talking about two quarterbacks, two players this weekend. If he was playing this weekend, I would have added two attack of Ola. But he's not playing because of injury, again, concussions. So Skylar Thompson against Joe Flacco. Wild wild ride for for, – I can't wait for the offseason because last year was the movement of receivers. This year it's going to be a lot of quarterback movement. And one of those quarterbacks that we'll be talking about this weekend is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers and Trevor Lawrence. You think of how these two quarterbacks are, the legacy. Aaron Rodgers is trying to continue, add on to his legacy. Trevor Lawrence is trying to create his legacy. So, Ted, I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, 
Well, Aaron Rodgers, he's the, he's the one person that probably faces the most pressure. Then I thought I was like, Ted, that I called you back yesterday. And I said, Ted, Trevor Lawrence is the other guy. Well, all we've heard from the college days to his high school days, we should even go farther back, Ted, that this kid was the next great thing. He was going to be the next uh, Dan Marino. He was going to be the next John Elway, those type of quarterbacks. Just, you know, how we talk about them, all the all-time greats. Well, Trevor Lawrence has the great golden opportunity tonight to finally itch his name or etch his name into the playoff books. So, Ted, when we look at Rodgers, we look at Lawrence, both will be playing on primetime Saturday night football tonight, the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville, the biggest game since their 2017 AFC title game against the New England Patriots. And Aaron Rodgers plays tomorrow, the final regular season game against the Detroit Lions, who also, also, you want to talk about how chaotic it's been in this NFL season, Ted. The Detroit Lions, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the New York Giants, all could be playing in this year's NFL playoffs. So, Ted, the two quarterbacks, to you, is it A.A. Ron or is it my boy Trevor Lawrence? It's Trevor Lawrence, bro, because his team is more reliant on him carrying this offense and carrying this team than it is for Aaron Rodgers. If you, yeah, absolutely. Trevor Lawrence is the key for this whole team. They don't win on defense. They don't win on the running game. If you will go back and look at Green Bay's last, what, five games since they've been on this winning streak, four or five games, it's based on what we thought this team was going to be great at this year. We thought the defense was going to be top-notch. I thought this defense was going to be a top-three defense this year. I almost thought about drafting them in fantasy. I just thought I did. The- I, I, just did thought- I thought they were going to be that good. Uh, you know, you just you figured all the guys coming back, the draft picks that they had from Georgia, it just, it just felt right, right? And then the two-headed monster with Dylan and, um, excuse me, A.J. Dylan and – Oh my God, Aaron Jones. Why am I drawing blank? You should know this really well. But they have relied on the running game of the defense, and that is what's really carried this team the last four or five weeks. That's that's why they have been so successful. It hasn't been Aaron Rodgers carrying this team. Do you know he's the only quarterback this year that has not thrown for three hundred yards? He started every in in the sense of this stat. He has started every game this season and has not thrown for over three hundred yards. If you go remarkable. If you go look at Aaron Rodgers' last five games, and I'll look mm-hmm. him up right now while we're talking, he has I don't even believe he's thrown for over 250 yards. Well, that's the thing about this Green Bay Packer team. Coming into the season, all we talked about is how is this team going to function offensively with the absence of Devontae Adams? And we knew that the running game was going to have to be important. They're Aaron Jones specifically and A.J. Dillon were going to have to be huge for them because of the lack of of experience from the receiving core, but the receiving core is starting to step up too. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Alan Lazard, they have some nice pieces that are starting to get it going. They're starting to get hot at the right time. I mean, here's here's what I'll say to this, and the reason why I'm going to back up my stat with that point is here's my difference, okay? Trevor Lawrence in his last five games, and this is where I created this stat was from, is Trevor Lawrence's passer rating is 99.5 with over 1,200 yards passing, eight touchdowns, two interceptions. Very good stats, and he's carried his team. He, I mean, yeah. last week against Houston, didn't like you said, Trev, didn't really need to have a significant game because the game was already out of hand. Was yeah. it twenty-one nothing early in the first quarter? Yeah, it was a, yeah. So he really didn't even. Have, he only threw for one hundred fifty-two yards, so he really didn't have a factor in the game. And the last mm-hmm. time these two teams played on December on December eleventh, he threw for thirty. For 42 attempts, he was completed 30 of them for 71%, 368 yards, which was a career high, and threw for three touchdowns. If you remember, Evan Ingram had a huge game that game. Then you look at Aaron Rodgers, and this is part of the reason why I say this is Aaron Rodgers, since they've gone on this winning streak, his passer rating is only 86.9, which isn't bad, right? 
948 yards seems like a lot, but it really isn't when you look at the scheme of things in today's six touchdowns, four interceptions. So, it, I mean, if you look at his passing yardage the last five games, 140 yards, 182, 229, 238, and 159. So he really hasn't been the factor of what Aaron Rodgers – he is now a complement to this offense. He is not the reason why they are winning. He he is just a complement to the offense. They are winning on running and playing great defense, and their defense has been really good the last five games, like I started this conversation. Though. So when I look at this game and I go and, – and, and if you remember, when this Detroit Packers game played earlier in the season, it was a low-scoring affair. Mm-hmm. I, I believe the score both teams scored less than twenty points. So it wasn't it, was, a, it wasn't a pretty game by Aaron. No, Rodgers, I believe Rodgers so. had like two or three picks that game. That multiple turnovers mm-hmm. in the red zone. I expect Rodgers to play much better, but I look at it in the factor of this: Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are at home. It's a Sunday night game. The crowd will be around it. They're going to run the ball, and, and the reason why I think Rodgers won't have as much of an effect in this week is because look at what Carolina did to this Detroit team two weeks ago. They ran for over three hundred yards. So I think if the Packers can just run the ball, do what they do well, play action where Aaron Rodgers, where he's the most successful, hit the deep pass with Christian Watson, underneath routes with Randall Cobb and some of the other guys, Romeo Dobbs, they'll be fine. And their defense should step up to the plate. But this game is all about Trevor Lawrence. It's it's a career-setting moment, Trevor. Like you said, this is the reason why you draft a guy like Trevor Lawrence in the number one. This is why he was compared to a guy like Andrew Locke, like mm-hmm. a John Elway, like some of the great quarterbacks that have come in this league with the expectation of taking over. In the second season in Doug Peterson, he has really kind of turned the corner, and he really looks like one of those top five quarterbacks. I mean, we were just talking about where would you rank him he's now? Talented. He's talented enough to be a top five. It just so happens that, well, four of the quarterbacks that are going to be in front of him are all in your conference. It's I mean to that's the standard now. I mean Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Really, if you're if if you're trying to set the bar, the standard of great quarterbacks, that is it. That is where you're trying to reach now, and that's what teams. And I get it. Teams, look, you're not going to get a, a Patrick Mahomes. There's not. There's never been a guy like Patrick Mahomes, a guy that just comes out of nowhere and and literally, as we called him in the beginning of the year, Houdini, because he just makes Houdini type plays. We've seen guys like Josh Allen, strong, strong arm. I mean, dual threat, though. We haven't seen that. And the way that Joe Burrow is, too, and Justin Herbert. I mean, if you're in the AFC, and I said this, if you're in the AFC and you don't have, you don't feel that you have a guy that can lead you to a championship, especially knowing that you're going to have to play against these four and you could start maybe adding. I mean, Lamar's. who knows where Lamar's going to be? Also Trevor Lawrence. But to think that that's the standard, you're going to have to figure it out because nowadays if you're not – if you can't find a quarterback of that – I won't go to that level yet because that's just another – those are the four best of the game. Those those are the four that represent this league and the future of the league. If you're trying to just get to that point, then you have to – you got to find a quarterback. I know it's – it's hey, everybody's trying to find that quarterback. But if you don't have a legitimate quarterback like that, I'm sorry. It's going to be a long, long time before your franchise going to championship. Well, well, and, and, and the Jacksonville and, Jaguars, at first, we thought last year, we get what happened last year. It was a disaster. We understand that. But Doug Peterson, I think he also should get some Coach of the Year votes. I think him well, and Brian Dable should definitely get a lot of – those should be the top two. But I, what he's done for Trevor Lawrence in this franchise as a whole, and now you're starting to see Trevor Lawrence – They did, let's, not, let's not forget, this Jacksonville Jaguar team was looking like they were going down south again. They were trending down south. And now all of a sudden, 
people are like, oh, yeah, but they're, look they're at this six team. and two oh, in their yeah. last eight games after starting two and six. Trevor Lawrence has been the catalyst, bro. He has been the difference maker. He he has turned the corner. Something that now, when you go into the offseason next season, you're going to expect him to take that another leap, right? Yeah. Something that what was it? Joe Burrow did, you know, carrying his team, superstar quarterbacks carrying their team. This Jacksonville Jaguars team is the youngest team in all the NFL. All right. And they got, they, they got talent, man. They got talent. Oh, absolutely. They got talent. We know the defense still needs work. Mm-hmm. I love the Clemson tandem of Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence. But I mean, the reason why this game also, Trevor, is because you feel like the Titans, they're still like, I guess I'll use it in this reference for our sense. He's the, they're the big brother of the division. The Colts, yeah, give or take, but they haven't really been the same since Andrew Walk. The Titans team is really, they were the number one seed last year. They've beaten the Jaguars nine of their last 10 times coming into this season. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's no Ryan Tannehill, but there's still Derrick Henry. You know, they're going to have to shut down Derrick Henry. This is going to be a big impactful game with this defense of the Jaguars. Can they step up? I mean, because here's the other thing, and the reason why I went with this is the Titans are the dead last in the NFL against the pass. They're tied for 28th in the league, having over seven yards per completion. You know, and I, you know, I was speaking about the stats before, and I was, you know, kind of reiterating. Trevor Lawrence threw for his career high against this Titans team last time they faced in Tennessee. Threw for 368 yards. I'm not saying there's significant pressure because it's a team game. We always come back; it's a team game. No, there's right? pressure for no, there's pressure for him. But I know it's a team game, I, I, but I, I would you say have to, they have to. Perform there's there's an expectation, though. There's an expectation, right? When you are the number one pick, when you come out with this, here's the other thing: you're going against a third string practice squad quarterback. All right, you're you're not playing Ryan Tannehill. This this Tennessee Titan team is not the same team when it started Week One. They only have five starters on the defense from their original team when they played when the New York Giants in Week One, early September. All right, so this is not the same. T- this is a beat up Tennessee team. All right, they the Jaguars are home. They are the better team. They have played much better. There's an expectation that he should succeed and win this game. All right. Does he have to throw for 400 yards? Absolutely not. But he has to be efficient. What you want to see as a fan from the outside is them being efficient. You want to see the type of game that he has contributed to this team's success the past eight weeks. The reason why this team is 8-8 eight and eight right now and the reason why they should win is because of Trevor Warren. He's the best player on between both teams. He is, he is the catalyst that can carry this team to the playoffs. He is the reason why the future for the Jacksonville Jaguars should be bright. And, and the other thing to add to this game is the Tennessee Titans are currently on a six-game losing streak right now. This was once a team that was seven and three. They were in first place, I believe, in the AFC again. Well, they were tied for the number one seed, and they and they were just and they had a. I mean, talk about. I mean, unfortunate. I mean, but this is a team that's been leading the charge, leading the helm of the AFC South ever since Andrew Luck and Peyton had left the Colts. It's really been a Tennessee Titans type division leading but them but you know how what they do they rely on derrick henry if they could get derrick henry going that could be a game changer we've seen this guy dominate the jacksonville jaguars by himself and it can be done again but trevor lawrence you have to be i mean for you to start getting compared just like justin herbert you had to get to the playoffs he's finally going to the playoffs joe burrow don't really have much to say any left because he went to a super bowl last year and he's still just doing his same old thing, just dominating, looking as great as he was last year. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, what else do I have to say about them too? Trevor Lawrence, if you want to take that next step into superstardom and to where we've been portraying you since your high school days, you got to win tonight. It's very simple. Rodgers has pressure too, 
because of the fact that it's just another year that you are not going to be getting a super getting a chance at an opportunity at winning a Super Bowl. Now well, I know I know that they might be the hottest team in the league right now because they were once at one point they were four and eight too. So now they're on a four game winning streak trying to finish off Detroit, who oh if you're a Green Bay Packer fan, history says looks like the Rodgers is going to win. He's eighteen and seven against the Lions career wise. So it is a different Detroit Lion team. It is a different Green Bay Packer team. Both quarterbacks face pressure for different reasons. Aaron Rodgers is trying to add to his legacy. Trevor Lawrence is trying to create his own legacy. Thanks Aaron for telling Rodgers, me my mic wasn't even near me. <laughs> use your brain. Use your brain. You I wasn't thinking. I was more focused on what we were talking about. I'm well, laughing. Well, no, that's fine. That's fine. No. Listen, but- listen, I mean, here's the other thing. There is listen. There's always pressure on players, superstar Especially quarterbacks. quarterbacks. We all get that. It happens. There's but what I would say this is, Green Bay does not need Aaron Rodgers to be old school Aaron Rodgers for them to win against Detroit this weekend. I mean, this is a Trevor Lawrence. This, this is a different, is a different Detroit team. I know, team. but I, the Jaguars are going to be more reliant on Trevor Lawrence to win tonight than the Packers are for Aaron Rodgers. I think they got to run. I think they got to run. I think Travis Etienne has to be yeah, now, a, well, an here's integral the thing. part Last of that offensive faced, game plan tonight. Tennessee jammed the, the box, and Trevor, uh, Travis Etienne only ran for 32 yards last time these two teams faced. So well, they get hasty. has also been playing well for Jacksonville, so, too. And here's the other thing. What's more significant is this is probably – this is definitely the last game that Green Bay will be playing home all season. Right, because whatever yeah. happens, they're yeah, the wild card team. They're going to be the, on the road so the scenarios for that NFC. And, wild card and here's the other thing: is could this, you know, and we'll talk about this in the offseason, what happens? But you know, every time you listen to Aaron Rodgers, if you listen to this week, you know, people ask, "Is this going to be your last game as a Green Bay Packers?" Listen, you got to ask that question. Like, bro, what is you this? Know, this is like this, this is, is like Brett Favre. This is like Brett Favre 2.0 all over. This again. is a guy that's mold retirement the past two and a half, three years. And he He's been like, saying retirement since the day he got drafted. Well, and, 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 you know, if you really want, I don't know if people watch Colin Coward, but, you know, one of the things that, you know, they did were, you know, they did the kind of quarterback carousel this year. Where do you think expectations, you know, it's funny. Colin Coward suggested that Aaron Rodgers would go to Tennessee and play for the Tennessee because Ryan Tannehill would probably leave because there's no money. Listen, we don't know what's going to happen in the offseason. We'll see what happens. I really don't think Aaron Rodgers plays for another team. Ever again. I think if he ever we'll leaves, see. he's leaving to go to his cabin, his million dollar cabin. And, and we'll and see, we'll see what happens. Right. So, the scenario, homes in LA. so the scenario for that game is Detroit could be really just playing for just to try to win because if Seattle beats the Rams, it comes down to Seattle or Green Bay that will get the seven seed in the NFC wild card. So I hope Detroit gets an opportunity. Be, I mean, what's, pretty, the, what's your expectation in the NFC? Do you just think Green Bay is going to win and they'll be in? Is that kind of? I mean, history says yes, but Detroit is Detroit's an an interesting team. They play different on the road. We see them that they struggle on the road. They're great at home. They're just a juggernaut offensively. The defense is starting to play well. Hayden Hutchinson's a stud, Um, but they're not. They're on the road, and and they're playing in Green Bay, Lambeau, Sunday night football. And Rodgers is. I mean, this is the hottest team in the NFL right now, and this is a team that could be dangerous coming to the playoffs. We'll see because it is a wide open NFC. And then Jacksonville, it's like Jacksonville. They're getting hot, too, and that could be a dangerous team in the AFC. I get it that the AFC is far more star-studded with quarterbacks and just better overall teams in the NFC side, but Jacksonville has all the right pieces. They got a great coach. They got a good running back. They got some weapons on the offense, and they got the quarterback. That could win you a game. And I think to my what I was going to say to my next point, which might lead into our next question is, 
when you look at these teams, right? You look like we were talking about the Seattle game, right? And mm. you know, depending on what happens, if Seattle wins, right, and then Green Bay wins, Green Bay's going to get the wild. Then card. it's either Seattle, or, no, it's no, either Seattle or Green Bay. Then, but, but here, the question is, you know, do players, do people play? Do the players sit? What's the team's expectation? Like the first game, we were just going to talk. We're not talking about, but Chiefs and Raiders play, right? Chiefs need to win to kind of solidify the number one seed. What are the Raiders playing for? Who plays? What is the significance of playing these games? Because there, listen, there is some incentives too. You know, I was just looking no, at. I know tri- that there's a. Oh, listen, because all I was going to say to this is, and not to cut you off, but like Trevor Lawrence, right? He's chasing some records. He's 99 yards away from being the third quarterback for the Jaguars to throw for over 4,000 yards. Um, he his 7.1 yards completion is only behind Mark Brunell's record of 7.8, which led the NFL in 96. Here's my here's my thing. That so I'm listen, gonna say. he's got. I'm going to say this quickly. This is, the, I would not be shocked. The Rams play hard and and beat Seattle. Baker Mayfield is still playing for a job. He's playing for his career too. Because listen, there is significance to these it's games. It's not even about that. Even it's about, there is, it's like, about for these teams that are that are not going anywhere. You have to think as you're a play, if you're a player, you ain't playing for another eight months. Like you're not practicing for another six months. So this is this is it for like the rate teams like the Raiders that are playing today, or teams like the Rams, or just teams that are are not going to the playoffs. This is it. This is the final game of the season. So you want to end on a high note moving into next season as well, but. It's the long layoff, too, that, guess what? You don't want to end on a sour note. You want to try to beat the Kansas City Chiefs if you're the Raiders or teams like that. They're L.A. Rams. Any of these teams that are not making the playoffs, go out and play because you're not going to be playing until June, July, September, August. all depends on well, – that's so what I'm trying to say, too. But for no, teams that it, are – People are playing for the jobs. There's also incentives like, you know, does – you know, if Trevor gets five more catches in the game, does that give him a fifty thousand? No, I get, I get. Or if you're Kenny, or if you're Kenny Galladay, you need to have seventy six catches tomorrow, and you have a chance to get your bonus. Well, but and so, there, so there is significance to playing for certain teams. I get it. Like we're we're talking about should teams play their players or wrestler players? I think it all depends on where you're at. Like in the Giants situation, my thing is this, and, and I'm going to talk about the Giants in this question. Reserve. I think the Giants should rest their players. Guys like Saquon don't need to be playing. I don't. He's he's had more attempts rushing and touching the ball all season. Three hundred fifty. Three hundred fifty-two. Yeah, but his percentage-wise is more than anyone in the entire league. Yeah. All right. He doesn't. He doesn't need the extra reps. All right. Unless there's an incentive for him getting like a hundred more yards and he gets like a million-dollar bonus, he does not need to be playing. Daniel Jones. He's been playing really well. Should he maybe start the first quarter? But my thing is this, all right? Eagles need the game more significantly. You know, here's – I'll post this. Tony Ota, who would have thought three weeks ago the Eagles need this game more than the Giants? But who would have ever thought? This mm-hmm. game has more significance for the Eagles because they're a team that's lost two in a row. They could possibly lose the number one seed depending on what happens tomorrow. If they win, they're the number one seed, right? The Giants can't move anywhere, up or down, with, with regards to – so there's no room – for them playing, all right? Yeah. People go, well, what about the Giants team in 07 when they played for the Patriots? That was a different team. The Giants needed that for confidence going into the postseason. And what's, right? what, is, and what is what is what the Giants uh, the Giants, Giants don't, don't need, to need listen, the Giants don't need to play against the Eagles this week against it. I'm saying they got to play I look, my thing is I want to see them at least play and I get it the whole injury aspect of it. I want to see them play at least one quarter. 
or a, a half. I don't want them to not play the entirety of a football game because of the fact that, look, I know it would only be a week off, but still, some of these players take a week off. They come back a little rusty. Yeah, and, no, and no, you don't no. Want, and you don't want to week 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 No one's rusty. No one's rusty. How do you Jeff? know that? How do you know that? Jeff, they're not rusty in week 18, Jeff. They've been going since August. I don't care. I want to see. I want to see that Giants confidence. Players, if, listen, if you're sore, you're beat up. At this, they they were talking about this the other day on the shows. For you to have an extra buy at the end of the season is significant. That's why every team is always trying to get the number one. Seed. I want to see confidence builder, and I want to see. You what did the Giants football? need the confidence? Last time they played Philly, they got their ass handed. I to know them. they got their. Okay, ass I don't need Daniel get Jones getting sacked seven times. I'm not saying to play the whole game. I, Trev, That's not what I'm what's saying. What's the point of playing a quarter? Daniel I'm saying Jones a half. Play okay. a half. Okay, and and when he sprains his ankle, tell me what that half is going to mean to you. What is Daniel? Listen, we're playing Minnesota next week. That's what's going to happen. San Francisco is going to be the two seed. Philly's going to be the one seed. Minnesota's going to be the three seed. Let's go in healthy, beating Minnesota's ass next week. That's what we should be worried about. Daniel Jones, you've been playing really well. I don't need him playing a bad game against Philly and lose his confidence. All right? He's earned it. He's earned the right. Now, I get it. Play him for a half. What does that really do? If there's an incentive-based thing where it's like, hey, listen, he's got to play a half to get the full 16 starts. There's certain things. There's yards, whatever. I get it. I totally understand. Saquon doesn't need to play. There's, there's no, you, there's nothing. I don't need Saquon doesn't have to gain in this week. Mike, oh, Saquon, we gotta doesn't, jail have, more. Saquon doesn't have to play. I would, I would prefer more if Daniel play, DJ plays because of the fact that I just want him ready to go because he's he's about to go into his first ever playoff game what, on yeah, the but road. What, what is he going to gain in this game against Philly? Just gaining more confidence. I, I it, Like, this team has the confidence. I'm just Jeff, getting, gaining. Four years you get, four years I know, but I know, but guess what? This is his first playoff okay, so what happens appearance. If he gets punked in the first month. I mean, the first uh, quarter. And he, he throws a pick or something up or he gets sacked three times. What confidence does he gain? It's like, yo, get out. You know, like we don't need this. We don't get need it. Uh, have it. Have it occur in the game tomorrow. Then I'd rather have it than next week. Let Tyron Taylor play. See you later. Let him. Let him do what. So he's what about do. a team like Dallas? Then not even the Giants. Dallas. Do they rest? Should they rest their starters too? Honestly, I would. I mean, no I one, don't unless, want. To, I want. If I'm Dallas, I'm playing Tampa Bay next week. That's my mindset. All right, you're more likely not getting the number one seed. But they still so have go a rest. There is a Tony possibility. Pollard, Zeke. Go rest. Guys that are beat up, if there's any guys that have any nicks or knacks, I want them fully healthy because it's not about this week. It's about next week. You're going to play the Tampa Bay Bucks next week, all right? God forbid something happens to Tony Pollard. I want him full strength like it's the week one going into the season. Go in next week and play Tampa Bay as healthy as you can possibly be. Because if I'm Tampa Bay, I'm doing the same thing. If I'm Tampa, I'm sitting. You're not going to gel. You're not going to. The offense isn't going to get better in one week. Oh, well, maybe the offense are going to click. We'll work on the running game. You had 24 weeks to work on it. You've been working on it since August 1st. What are you going to gain in de- uh, on January 8th? What are you going to gain? You haven't been able to run the ball all season for the Bucks. All of a sudden, one week, you're going to learn how to run the football? No. Only thing just, that you can do is get hurt. I just think you got to play. You still got to play. No, I'm not playing certain guys. I My get team. that. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying play the whole damn team. Listen, certain guys shouldn't be playing. All right, you know, like if I'm like, you know, my thing is this: I want to be as healthy as I possibly can go, go in for the stretch run. I got 
four possible games I'm going to play. I got the three playoff games and then the Super Bowl. Be as healthy as you possibly can be, right? If if there's something to gain from it, I totally understand where you're coming from. My thing is, if we're talking about the New York Football Giants right now, what do the Giants gain by playing tomorrow? The whole team, nothing. Now listen, if you're go go ahead, you play. Here's what they gain for one half. If they play for one half. You're playing against the number one team in the NFC for the entire season. You have to see. I know that they just played a couple weeks ago and they got their asses kicked. I get that, but this team is getting healthier now. This team is starting to feel it's it's feeling himself, and in the sense of guess what, they're going to the playoffs. That whole narrative of oh god, we're still trying to fight and get our ways into the playoffs. Guess what? Now you got into the playoffs. Now you want to see how you stack up with the best in the league. Like you get the, you just. But this is I'm not, not the saying, week. I don't think this is the week to figure that out. I get what you're saying. Like if the say the Giants do to what you because said, you're right? either gonna look if the okay, Giants well, somehow make them a wreck. The Giants play like it's a real game, and when I say a real game, they're playing everyone. Right? They're going and going. We want to go in and like they play like because, in those. Well, seven, I get what like, you're saying. If they go in and they play all their stars, Saquon plays, Daniel Jones plays, and it's third. Wait, we're going into the fourth quarter, and the Giants lead 21-17. And even it's like, the Giants it's like, lose. I know it's crazy lose. to say, but it's like the 07 game in the sense of you just see where you're stacked up against the best in the league. I, listen, and when I they get, when they left that game, I know they lost that game, but they left that game saying we can be anybody in the effing world because we just went against toe to toe with the very best. That's how I look at it too. I just that, yes, I think I'm it, not. I'm not saying the Giants. If the Giants ever did, it's amazing. I don't see the Giants winning the Super Bowl this year. That's fine. But in the sense of just getting to the playoffs and having that confidence booster in the sense of, hey, we just played the Eagles. They've been the number one team all year in the NFC. If we could play them for four quarters, we could play anybody. Well, And that, I get it. I mean, I, I get it. If they ever got to that situation, you got to play Buffalo. You got to play Mahomes. You got to play Burrow. It's, I get it. It's playing a quarterback like that. But you'd still be playing Jalen Hurts, who's been just as good this year. Well, he won't play for almost 35 days if he that's the str- that's if you're an eagle fan i'm more concerned of the fact of that because he hasn't played in a couple of weeks he's been rusty and how is he going to react and that's a, and, and this team is getting injured at the wrong time the eagles they left the right well, yeah. tackle they're all pro right tackle don't know if he's going to be even playing in the in, in this year in the postseason and that lane johnson but that's what i'm trying to say that's why i say if you play for a court, play for a half I get it. They're not going to play a lot of guys tomorrow. I get it. It's understandable. My thing is this: if you're close to being on the injury report, yeah, then stay I don't the hell, play. stay the hell, yeah, stay the hell. But off if, the field. but if yeah. you know what, I can understand. Wait, Daniel Jones play the first half. See how they do. Like, see if there's, see. If, I get. You understand it. what I'm saying, though. You understand what I'm build, saying. I understand. Build some confidence a little bit. Like, and see hey, where you're matched up now. You're saying like, okay, if we could play them, we could play anybody. That's oh, all I'm I think trying the to Giants say. know they could play them. They did not play well against Philly, and especially in this type of. This NFC specifically this year, it, I mean, here's, it's really wide. It's really wide open. I get it. The Eagles have been great all year. The 49ers, you got the Dallas Cowboys, you got the the Vikings. The I mean, 
it's really wide open. For goodness sake, we people people are thinking Green Bay is just gonna run the table and be the and be the dark horse to get in. No. Two months ago, they were they were four and eight, and we're saying, ah, oh, they're done. Let's start remember, Jordan Love. We now we're saying they could be the hottest team in the league and run the table. Come on. Oh, absolutely. Remember, we were joking before we go. Well, let's see. The Giants go in the playoffs. They beat Minnesota because Minnesota's all. Oh, overrated. Giants are going to Super Bowl. Hey, so, so Giants beat Minnesota, right? And then, I don't care. Call's crazy. I don't care. Then Dallas beats Tampa Bay. Dallas plays San Francisco. Giants go to Philly. Philly hasn't played well. Jalen Hurts has been out for six weeks. And Giants lose, shot. And, and, and guess what? They ju- and they lost three times. They lost two times in the regular season, just like they did in 07. They're going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Then they're going to play the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC title game. Somehow they're going to win that bloodbath of a game. And then they're going to play the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, no. That would be outstanding <laughs> as a Giants fan. Can you imagine? Would- you got- hey, hey, the last time, the last time Dad went to Florida for Super Bowl. The Giants were in the playoffs for both times. No, I get it. I mean, listen, I understand. Listen, my, I'm not. I mean, my, we might be we might be crazy, and people might think we're out of our minds. And I get it; it's okay. But I totally understand what you're just say. From just know like, what if from J- what if the Giants did beat Philly? Right? What a confidence booster the last two weeks. Right? You play Daniel Jones maybe plays his best game last week. Then you go in, you beat Philly. He's now you have more, more confidence. Well, then here's the thing. Then you would have so much more confidence and momentum next week against Minnesota. Now, does that mean anything next week? Does confidence and momentum mean anything next week? Yes. Maybe, maybe a little bit. But at the end of the day, you still got to play next week. You and this is a team. And this is a team that they uh, they just played Minnesota on Christmas Eve, and they were right there, and they were just on well, yeah. hostile territory. They played yeah. Tampa Bay. They beat Tampa Bay. Then they played the number one seed in Dallas. They beat Dallas, and then they were on the road against the two seed against the Green Bay Packers, and end up beating them and shocking yeah. them. So, yeah. listen, anything is possible. Do I'll be a realistic Giant fan. Do I think they're going to make the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. Do I think they could make? Could, could they at least win one game in the playoffs? Absolutely. Could they beat Philly? Who knows? Because we don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to be when he comes back. Here's my thing. Also, they're starting to run the ball. More, they're improving in the running game back to like how I'm not saying like it was in the beginning of the year, and also Daniel Jones and this team hasn't turned don't really turn the ball over, so you give yourselves an opportunity. You got a solid coaching staff. They don't make the mistakes that they were in the past. This is a team that's buying into the culture, the identity of what Brian Dable and Joe Shane have brought over from Buffalo, and that's why the Giants are in the situation that they are in. Listen, at the end of the day, they're we're in talking, the playoffs. We're talking they are Jalen. one of the final. They are one. Of, they are the one of the final. No matter what the outcome is of any of the games tomorrow, the New York Giants are one of the final fourteen teams fighting well, for the Vince Lombardi Trophy. That's what I was going to say. At, on January eighth, week eighteen, we were talking about the Giants in playoffs. Then we were talking about well, should the Giants? I mean, because the, usually the conversation we're having at this point is no. The past six years has been Giants, what, what, should what, the Giants be worried trying to win this week so we yeah, get a better draft pick? So or yeah. lose for a better I mean, guy. it's the same thing with tonight. I mean, Jacksonville Jaguars have an opportunity to go to the playoffs. The Detroit Lions, Seattle. I mean, Detroit Lions. If Seattle loses tomorrow, Detroit Lions could be playing for. My, th- my thing is this: as a player, it's been a wild. It's been a wild ride in this player, as a NFL player, season. I always want to play. Yeah. All right. I was trying to come from the other standpoint as a coaching staff, and the thing is, and listen, only Dable and Shane know where their teams at and where their health is at. Right. Yeah. Do I? Me personally, I don't want to risk Saquon. That's like one I guy understand. I don't want to play. All right. I get it. Um, Andrew really, Thomas is another. Really, guy there's no one else on my Giants team that I want to protect. Because Andrew Thomas, he's fine. He's I not don't want. I don't. I. Yeah, I but he's not hurt. God forbid. If you're gonna put Daniel Jones out there, you better put Andrew Thomas out there. Then I get it. I'm but not. I'm I, I get Daniel Jones killed. Maybe. Uh, right. Maybe take out. Um, no. Big Leonard Williams. 
Because he's been dealing with injuries on and off, too. So, so, so that's, that, a guy that's, that's maybe a on. guy that I – maybe Leonard Williams, maybe Saquon. Other than that, if no one else is really hurt, significantly hurt, you know, and like I said, maybe I run the, the thing where you were like, let's compete for the first quarter, first half, and then depending on the situation. Now, here's my thing. Would that ever change if the Giants are winning? Probably not because the game plan is going, hey, listen, yeah. Saquon, you're just going to rest. I don't think Saquon plays. I haven't seen – have you seen any reports yet about Nothing the Giants? Yet. I will probably get something. Well, and, and here's the other thing: a lot of teams are going to face this situation because there's really. Is he even going to dress up tomorrow? Saquon, I wouldn't. But like, here's the other thing: like the Chargers, the Chargers are locked in at their playoff spot. Like, yeah. what do the Chargers do? Like, do you give like Mike Williams and Keenan Allen the week off? Do you let Justin Herbert play? Like, weird, weird. That's there's really. You look at this week and you would think, oh, maybe there's a lot of significant. There really isn't a lot of significant games this weekend with major implications. Because at the end of the day, like you said, the Detroit Packers game. Probably the most, probably the biggest game at stake is the Cincinnati Baltimore because of the possible AFC. Well, the AFC title neutral site game now, whereas that's going to be the big. Here's the other other thing to that. We didn't really get into that either. If Baltimore wins. Yeah. Then it becomes a coin flip for who's going to get the home game next week, Cincinnati and Baltimore. I don't think Baltimore even – I don't yes. even think Baltimore – If Baltimore, if Baltimore wins and beats Cincinnati, they will be 2-0 and against Cincinnati in the regular season. The only reason why Cincinnati will have a better record is because of percentage points. They will have a coin flip for who will have the home game next week in the wild card round. That is – that's the other significance, which is crazy because they'll be playing this week and then playing again next week, which – you know, and you know, we'll get down the road with that because what happens with Lamar? That'll probably be an off-season move. We'll see if he, Lamar's not playing this week. No, he's he's not going to play. He hasn't played. I don't think he's not even practicing. He's not even practicing. And if that's think, a, that's, that's another him. discussion down the road to see if if they when they get to the playoffs if he's at the point. Well, here's the other he thing: just, if you've heard John Harbaugh's co- comments, on yes, his, I did. He's yeah. just like, well, we're just going to worry about the guys that are here in practice, you know. So that's that's where you and we'll get into that. Yeah, they're starting to get fed up with it because he's at he's it's been a month and well, here's who knows, the thing: if you're Lamar, if you're Lamar, and we're not going to get into it right now, but if you're Lamar, is it even though you're, you're even though you're going to bring it up to me, well, even yeah, though you're going to even though you're going to bring are, it up, to me. You, we're not going to get into it, but you're going to bring it up to are, me. Are, do you risk a situation where your knee is not fully recovered? Well, we'll talk about that on our next episode. Because are you too worried? Are you too worried? Resting Giants will make them. I said, sketchy pheasant. I said that they should play at least a first half because of the sense that I just want to see where they stand among the elites in the NFL this year. And, and, and if they're going to ever make a deep playoff run, you might have to end up moving to see Philly again. So I want to see how they go toe to toe. I know the last time they did, they got their asses kicked, but I want to see how they do now. Uh- as they're playing better, that's that's my big. I'm thing not worried about, about Russ in Week 18. I'm not worried about Russ. And here's the thing: this would be, this would be more of a question like this is an Eagles question where I'd say, do you play Jalen Hurts because the time he does play, if they win tomorrow against the Giants and then play, have the bye, he's going to have almost four and a half, five weeks off from his last game. What type of Russ is Jalen Hurts going to have going into the Giants by round? 50? Game over. That happened, but. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a game going on right now. Currently. Is it on? It is 435, so that game is officially probably underway in Vegas. Right, as go. the Vegas Raiders are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs could lock up the one seed. We will keep an eye on how this all plays out for the AFC side. 
with the Buffalo Bills? Are they going to have a neutral site? Well, they are going to. Now we just got to find a destination for it. And we'll keep an eye on tomorrow's games too. The Giants. Bring it to the Rose Bowl. Why not? It's freaking beautiful. No, the two teams are. uh, They'll probably go to a dome stadium. No, I don't know. No, no. Well, here's the thing. If it's between Kansas City and Buffalo, you'd probably want a mutual site in between. Yeah, go to go to go to LA. Nice and warm, beautiful weather. Come on, can't beat it. Can't beat it. But let's enjoy it, ladies and gentlemen, because it is the final week. And for teams, fans of teams that are not going to the playoffs, it is the final time you will be watching them until another six months. Thank God we don't have to worry about that this year, finally. Thank God. We'll see how Jacksonville plays out tonight. We'll be back. I can't wait. I can't believe it's week 18. Unfortunate. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next episode. We are Keys of the City. We are out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.